So recently, I was um, talking with a friend, and kind of, it was like a myriad of things that we discussed, and, you know, there was this this dialogue about, um, how do I put it, She, she was frustrated, lovingly frustrated with me, I guess is the best way to put it. She had said, you know, why do you do that? Why do you always settle for second place without allowing yourself to be considered for first? I kind of just looked at her and a bit confused and was like, what? She goes, yeah, it's like, it's like the, the Oscars, you know, that, you know, everyone's being nominated for different awards and yet you won't even allow yourself to be considered to be nominated for, you know, for, for best actor or for first place, so to speak, you, you'll say, no, 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 it's fine, I'll write my in for second, put my name in for second, I'll take second, I'll take third, but don't even worry, don't even waste your time considering me for first. And that hit me, you know, as <laughs> like a ton of bricks. I wasn't prepared for that statement because it kind of just came out of the blue, but it, I guess like most things that come out of the blue, they, you need them to, right? not prepared for them and and I sat there and my friend continued to kind of extrapolate what she was saying and it it was it was difficult and I didn't even make an effort to try to fight her on what she said because she was right I think I've just accepted that you know less than I deserve because at least I know I was guaranteed to receive that and I think you know, that we all feel that way in life sometimes. I'm not going to fight for first place. I'll take second, third, fourth, or even last. Because at least my name was on the board. At least I was there. But why would anyone bother considering me for number one? And, you know, I'm not a very competitive person by nature. I've never been that way. I don't really play games, board games. I mean, it's fun with friends, but... I'm like that that person who's like, nah, I don't have to win. It's fine. You won? Okay, great. Happy for you. I don't care that I lost. <laughs> um, so, you know, definitely don't play board games with me because you'd be frustrated. Because you would win and you would gloat. And I'd be like, okay, cool, moving on. Uh, but, but I realized, though, I do enjoy, like, team sports. Because I know that collectively all of our efforts will help the team win. And I know everyone on the team wants to win. And that, I think, for me, is more motivating to... I guess, to be a little bit more competitive because I want everyone to be happy and I want the team to win, right? So with that, I have to, you know, obviously put put my best foot forward. Um, but in, in general, I'm just not that per- that's not very competitive. So, um, so first place, I guess, personally doesn't really mean anything. It's something I strive for. So, you know, when my friend was saying what she said, I was a little bit, well, like, I get it, but I don't because I, I don't, I don't know, just being first place doesn't even... It's not even something I think about, I guess. And as I further sat with with what she said, it it just made sense to me. Because I, I, yeah, fighting to be number one was just never a very natural thing because I think I always felt overlooked and, you know, ignored, you know, in my upbringing, my childhood. And so I guess I just kind of adopted the fact that, well, first place doesn't matter because no one's paying attention. No one's watching. No one's going to notice 
So second, third, or even last, it's, it's fine because, I mean, I got something, right? And I started to look at my life. And where in my life have I just accepted second place? It wouldn't even allow, not even others, but myself to even consider the fact that I could win first place, that I had and have the capacity and capability to be number one. And not solely number one because I'm, you know, being prideful and lording that over another person, but the fact that I'm that good or that capable, that number one or first place would be fitting for the effort that I made in that particular thing. And, you know, it, it stuck with me. I started to really just look at where in my life do I need to, you know, throw my hand in the air and be like, hey, give me a shot at first. I can do it. I've been working for this. My, my whole life, the, the growth, the journey, the, you know, the, the inner work, the therapy, the struggles, the triumphs, they've all shaped me and prepared me to thrive, you know? And I never paid attention to that. I never even cared or considered that that would be a possibility for me. And it's, it's a beautiful gift to have friends in your life, people who can look you dead in the eye and tell you the truth. And boldly tell you, knowing that they're not doing it to hurt you, but they're doing it because they love you. And I'm forever grateful for my friend. Uh, she's, she's, a, she's a gem. She's great. We, we can go from laughing about the dumbest, stupidest stuff <laughs> to having the most like heartfelt, philosophical conversation to crying, to laughter. I mean, it's all the ranges, you know? It's, and yet we could sit in silence and it just be perfect, you know? And I'm humbled because I would say at this stage of my life, it's not like when you're younger and you're like, oh my gosh, all my friends, my friends, my friends, my friends. I think as you grow up, you're like my friend, my close friend, my close group. And I feel like for me, my life used to be filled with a lot of leaves and branches, you know, like that of a tree, just a lot of people in my life. And now, and that, and that was important to me at the time. But now that I'm, you know, officially in my 30s, I care more about the roots of my tree. And the beauty to it is that a tree can have thousands and hundreds of leaves and branches, but only a few roots they give it everything that it needs, all the nutrients, all the support. And when the storms come, the winds come, the rain comes, the lightning comes, and the leaves and branches are blown off, broken off, the tree will stand because of the roots that keep it grounded, regardless of what happens around it. And it's a gift. And I, and I think we often get so caught up when a storm comes and we see our tree leafless and a bit branchless. And we look over at the trees across from us and they're full bloom and we're like, look at them, look at how pretty they are. 
And sure, that might be true. But that's their season, right? And we forget that that storm should have destroyed us, taken us over, and yet it didn't because our roots held us there. Our roots kept us together. And that's beautiful. And that's powerful. And wherever you are in this moment, just, I don't know, I encourage you to pause and think about the roots of your tree. Take a moment to be grateful for them, whether in silence or whether you reach out to them and just simply say thank you. I don't know, I, th- I think that's something we overlook, and I know I sometimes can't overlook that a lot. Get so caught up in, in life and the challenges and the frustrations and forget to be grateful for, for my roots <laughs> that keep me grounded when I feel like I'm going to float away. But going back to that idea of settling for last place because aiming for first is just out of the question. Where in your life do you do that? Where in your life do you do you see that that's what's happening with you? That you'll settle for less than you deserve because at least you know you're guaranteed it. Oftentimes we can so easily take a risk and bet on someone else. But so rarely do we do it for ourselves. And I get it. When life's been hard on you, you have different traumas, different fractures within you, it it makes it hard to believe that you can, that you're capable, that it's possible. And as you look at your shortcomings and the difficulties it, it would be to reach that mountaintop, to reach the end, to get first place. You overlook, and I overlook, how much we've overcome to be right where we are. How many swamps that we crawled out of and, and the storms that we weathered and survived. Not just survived, but even thrived to stand where we are to be able to continue forward in this journey that we, that we call life. We forget about the impact that we have had in other people's lives. Forget about the love and the grace that we have experienced, but also that which we've given to others. We forget that even on our worst day, we have so, so, so much to offer. I know I do. So may we take a moment together right now take a deep breath in exhale and take a moment to be grateful simply to say thank you thank you to our body to our lungs to our mind Thank you for those roots, those friends that keep us grounded and give us that support, that love, that care, that compassion that we so deeply need. 
let's challenge ourselves and say, where is it that I need to sign up? Where is it that I need to step forward boldly saying, consider me for first place because I have what it takes? Where in us are we going to say, I'm going to bet on me? And so easy, we, we think about life in these very linear ways of like, oh, I got to do this in order to get here, and this is going to happen, and blah, 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 blah. And we often use practicality in our decision-making. Well, it's practical. I'm going to go to school, and I'm going to get a career, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, because I need money, and I need to pay my bills, and I need to pay rent, and I need to eat, and blah, 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 which is all very true and necessary. I would argue that some of those decisions are made out of fear. Maybe most of them are, right? This fear that we won't have enough. If I don't do this thing, I'm not going to have enough. And I think when we make choices like that, ones out of fear, we actually don't make honest choices. Because fear, though real, isn't always the truth. You know, and that age-old question, what would you do with your life if money wasn't, you know, if money wasn't the issue? you had the money in the world, or if money wasn't a concern, what would you do? And I think that question, honestly, quite frankly, misses the mark. And I know I've said it before, and I'm sure I've said it in one of my other episodes. But the real question, I think, is simply this. What would you do if you weren't afraid? Where in your life, if you weren't afraid that you would fight for first place, you would compete for the gold, where in your life would you do that? And I bet you, you probably haven't taken a moment to even consider that you could, that you're capable to get first place. To be awarded Best Actress, Best Actor. To receive the gold medal, right? And sure, I may not know you and who you are in this moment and who you were and where you've been or even where you're going. But I can boldly say that if you're here today, if you're breathing, you're capable. You've overcome life. All that which was before you. You overcame it and you're here in this moment. And if you made it this far, I bet you can continue to keep going and not simply just being awake and alive, but to thrive, to excel, to be number one. And whatever that is for you. And so I challenge you. Ask yourself that bold question. What would I do if I wasn't afraid? And what would I fight to compete in for first place? Because I know that I can. Bet on you. You're worth believing in. I bet you so easily believe in other people in your life. People that you love. Well, if you say you love you, 
then you should bet on you. You should believe in you. You might be thinking, oh, no, 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 but I, I don't really know if I love myself. Okay, well then, let that be your work. Let that be where you begin, because at the end of the day, if you're loving someone else without loving you, then eventually your very limited capacity to love will run dry. That cup will be empty, and you'll have nothing left to give. But if you love you first, <laughs> your cup will always be full. And from that full cup, you can give and continue to give to others. And wherever you are, whether it's bedtime now or eventually will be bedtime, take a moment before you drift off to sleep. Just take a, take a moment to smile and say your name and just say, I am grateful for you. Thank you for being alive. It's always a pleasure being with you, sharing space, sharing time, thoughts, and feelings. So go be you. Go be the most amazing version of yourself. It doesn't have to be perfect to be good enough. Remember that you are seen, that you are heard, and that you are loved. And you, my dear, you are worth fighting for. Catch you on the next one. Have a beautiful day.